to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode. We're here recording uh, at producer Joe's apartment again for uh, the second straight week with our brand new mics. Um, you know, if you're listening to the show and you and you notice that our new mics are different, if you notice that, hey, there's a difference, uh, it sounds better, let us know, you know, because my wife seems to think that there's no difference between the new mics and the old mics. And Joe and I definitely disagree, but, you know, maybe we're going crazy. Maybe we're just, uh, we spent a lot of money on them. Maybe we're just uh, in our heads and, you know, we really want there to be a difference. But uh, if you guys notice a difference, be, feel free to let us know. Uh, if it's worse, uh, maybe don't say that because, you know, we don't want to hear that. We don't want negative, any of the negative stuff, you know. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, here we are recording. Uh, it's actually been a, a pretty busy week. As far as news in the NFL goes, quite a bit of news going on. Um, we had originally planned to record, like we usually do on Saturday, uh, sometimes Sunday, depending on how lazy I am. But we were going to record on Saturday, uh, but because of some, we'll just call it scheduling issues, scheduling. just 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 scheduling conflicts. Uh, you know, uh, totally on my part, my fault. Um, you know, we're now recording on a Monday. Uh, instead of recording on a Saturday, so a little bit different there. So this episode is basically live. You know, whenever you're hearing this, it's essentially live. Uh, no, but uh, probably by the time you hear this, it'll be Wednesday most likely, um, or whenever you could be listening to this in 2024. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, uh, because of scheduling conflicts. Uh, okay, I wanted to go fishing. Okay, that's what it was. I went fishing. You know, we were sue me. Okay, you can't do fun things anymore. Uh, and I had an opportunity to go fishing and I did it and I didn't record a podcast and you know I'm sorry about that I'm sorry about that and I didn't have to say it on the podcast I could have just said scheduling conflicts but I want to be honest with you guys you know I was a bad host this week uh, this weekend but here we are and you know in the in the end uh, the whole scheduling conflict ended up being kind of a, a blessing in disguise because uh, Sunday evening we got probably the biggest news we've had in a few weeks in the NFL. Uh, obviously, that was Cam Newton uh, signing with, with the New England Patriots. Uh, I was basically with my phone the entire Sunday. I had my phone on me, and I just for a little bit, I put my phone away. I was playing some basketball. I was uh, just shooting around the basketball a little bit. Um, and I go back to my phone later, and it has just blown up with notifications because Cam Newton signed with the New England Patriots. So that was, you know, that was a little bit of a surprise. I was, I was kind of stunned, kind of shocked. But we'll, we'll get into that later on in the, in the, in the show. But, you know, why don't we start off a little bit, Joe? How, how's it going with you? How's it going with you, Joe, today? Oh yeah, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Fine, just dandy. Just dandy, yeah. yeah. It's great. You have your own mic today. I do have my own mic. Yeah, I got it set up here. And Very uh, nice. So you know. Very cool. This is the the first time uh, you're hearing Joe's voice from close up. Last time it was kind of in the distance. And, yeah, uh, last week my mic was not on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were hearing me as a background noise, basically. Mm-hmm. Back, sort of, sort of a background singer. Uh, yes, uh, to me, yeah, you know, yes. Background to to my Beyonce, I guess you could say. Yes. Uh, but yeah, how how you been, Joe? What's what's going on with you? Oh, not much, you know. What's, like, what do you do? Like in your spare time, you are you what kind of content are you are you you know watching? You and your wife, do you watch any TV shows together or? Not really, work. honestly. No? No, really? we don't really watch TV that much. Really? No, we used to. We used to also watch a lot of TV, but now we don't watch TV anymore. Really? What do you guys and do? We then? read. Read? 
No, we don't. Really okay, all right. Come on, uh, man. Really, no. That's honestly, not funny, man. Let's not no. joke about something like that. No. Reading in 2020—that's crazy. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's crazy. Good for you guys that you don't watch TV, I guess. Well, good. I mean, like I feel like we would, but uh, you know, as a newly newly married couple, yeah, I feel like you, I don't even have time to watch TV. Oh, my okay. weeks are booked. Oh, my oh, weeks I are see. booked. As a newly, you know, okay. Yeah. Well, fully you know. booked weeks. Fully booked weeks. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a fully booked weeks. Yeah, for sure. No, that's that's great. You know, obviously, I've been married for almost two years now. So, you know, the the honeymoon phase is kind of over and we're just roommates at this point. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. That's I mean, great. I love you. Uh, we're not roommates. You're my best friend. Uh, but no, me and my wife are, are all in on The Mentalist right now. Watching The Mentalist. Does, uh, side note, does your wife listen to every episode of your podcast? She, I think so. I, I, sure. I've been meaning to tell her that she doesn't have to. Okay. I she feel <laughs> obligated to. But yeah, I hope she doesn't feel obligated to listen mm. to this. Uh, but I've been meaning to tell her that she doesn't have to. Like, I understand it's it's talking about football, so it's not interesting to a lot of people. I feel like a lot of my family and friends feel obligated to listen to the show. Okay. But it's like just let it play yeah, in the background. Yeah. Let, you like, yeah. Even it. do that. You know. Uh, you know, if you, if you're listening to this and you're a family member, you don't even have to listen to it. Just download the podcast. Download it and then immediately delete it. I just need the downloads, guys. Really? Is that is that how it works? Yeah, the, I believe the algorithm just goes by downloads. It doesn't go by plays. Maybe it does, but I don't know. I'm still kind of new to the whole thing, but I can always just see how many downloads I have. So if I downloaded it, deleted it, downloaded it once more, mm. would it count as two downloads by me? I don't. I don't think so. I think it goes by user. But you know, it's worth a shot. Anything to really get the clout. I'll try it next time. Know? It's not a bad idea, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so make sure that if you're, you know, if you're listening to this, you, you don't even need to listen to it. Just download it and then delete it and carry on with your day. You know, I'm just kidding, obviously, <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our little banter at the beginning of the show, trying to, you know, show our, show our personalities a little bit. You know, we, we're not just guys, uh, you know, sitting in a, in a room talking into a mic. You know, we, we have lives. We have wives. You know, we have lives, we we have have lives, lives. and we have wives. Without further ado, why don't we just jump straight into the news? First up in the news, obviously the big headliner, the big news this week, uh, Cam Newton Sunday evening, I believe, signing a contract out of the blue with the New England Patriots. It's a uh, seven and a half million dollar uh, contract with incentives. So obviously, it's a it's a less lesser contract than seven and a half million dollars. He has. I was just explaining this to, to producer Joe. Uh, for those of you don't, who don't know, you know, maybe some of you are more casual football fans. Incentives basically means uh, you have stipulations in your contract where, let's say, a stipulation is play four games or start four games, and if you do those certain uh, stipulations, you get say $500,000, you get more money based on things that you accomplish. So it's essentially like, it's like milestones or like, like achievements in a video game. Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. It's All like, right. yeah, it's like kind of getting trophies when, you know, when you're playing PlayStation, it's like, uh, make, if you make a pro bowl, you probably get a bigger incentive than if you start four games or something like that. So it's like, or if you, there are some that are like, um, make the opening day roster. So Hmm. For Cam Newton, a guy who's very much talented enough to make an opening day roster, that's probably not a huge bonus to make the opening day roster. But hmm. 
Uh, he's probably going to have many incentives, and most of them he will probably never reach. Uh, there's probably things in there like uh, make an all-pro team or make the Pro Bowl or win the Super Bowl. And, you know, these are things that, although it is the Patriots, so, you know, who, who knows. But, um, yeah, most of these things he'll probably never reach. So, really, he's signed probably closer to a minimum contract, which I believe a minimum contract in the NFL is $750,000 or $650,000 a year, which is still, you know, absurd money that I'll never make in a year in my life. But uh, to put it in perspective, uh, the current quarterback of the New England Patriots uh, is a fourth-round pick, Jared Stidham, and fourth-round picks don't get paid the big money. Uh, so Jared Stidham is probably making around the exact same money as Cam Newton, a guy who's won an MVP, been to multiple Pro Bowls, and uh, and uh, in the Super Bowl, you know he's been a he's been a top ten quarterback at one point, and he's making now the same amount of money as Jared Stidham, a guy who was a fourth-round pick, uh, wasn't a high, highly touted prospect. So uh, that, to me, you know, shows where we are as far as um, the NFL offseason and the NFL during COVID-19. Cam Newton is, an, is a name that in past years, even in last year's free agency, if, if a name like Cam Newton was available at the quarterback position to be signed, the guy would have been make, making outrageous money. I mean, you're talking, there are quarterbacks in the NFL uh, who are much less talented, much less accomplished, making upwards of $30 million a year just because they're quarterbacks, just because uh, teams are desperate for quarterbacks. But this year was such a bizarre year. It's a year that I don't think I've ever seen a year like this in the NFL where teams just don't need quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are, are usually a hot commodity and quarterback is so hard to come by. I mean, it's the most important uh, position in all of sports, really, is the, is the quarterback position. But this year, it seems like there are so many teams that, are, that have a plan, that have an idea of what they want to do at the quarterback position. And that, that hurts guys like Cam Newton, who are, who are guys that are looking for contracts as a, a, a very accomplished quarterback. You know, he, he's a guy who, uh, and he struggled with injuries, uh, obviously the last couple of seasons. He hasn't been the guy. He hasn't been the, the guy that we saw in 2015 when he was the MVP. He hasn't been that guy uh, in a while. 2018, he played fairly well during the preseason, during the beginning of the season. Uh, but obviously, he struggled with injuries since then. And, and because of COVID-19 and because of the pandemic, uh, you know, teams were not able to bring in Cam Newton into their organization, into their personal doctors to check to see if he's healthy to check to see if, if the injuries are going to be a major factor for him in the future. So that definitely, I would say Cam Newton was probably the most affected player uh, through this whole uh, COVID-19 pandemic situation as far as NFL free agents go. Uh, you could say that Jadavian Clowney was also a guy. Uh, he's obviously still a free agent. He's a guy who has definitely been affected uh, as well as far as uh, injuries go. But... Uh, why don't we get more into my thoughts on the Patriots signing uh, Cam Newton, on him going to the New England Patriots of all teams. Of all teams, the New England Patriots, the team that has dominated the sport ever since I've been alive, really. I'm, I'm, I'm not very old. I, I'm, I'm fairly young. So essentially my entire life has been completely dominated by the New England Patriots. They've, they've had a stranglehold on the AFC uh, had even more of a stranglehold on the AFC East. They've just 
completely, you know, dominated football, uh, for lack of a better term. They've, they've dominated, and, and nobody's been able to keep up with them. And finally, just when you think, you know, Tom Brady's gone, Tom Brady's in Tampa now, uh, maybe the Patriots dynasty is coming to an end. Of course, of course, of course, they go out and they sign Cam Newton, this fun, super cool, uh, exciting player. And, you know, how do I feel about it? How do I feel about it? Uh, as, a, as a Dolphins fan, this is something where maybe three years ago uh, would have pushed me over the edge. This is something that as a, as a fan of the Dolphins, uh, three years ago, I would have I lost my cool uh, because, you know, I was, I was so tired of the New England Patriots dominating all the time. But as I've become more of, a, more of a fan of the NFL and not so much a fan of the Dolphins because it's a team that has done absolutely nothing for me my entire life. They've, they haven't won anything. They haven't been anything. They haven't been a, a legit playoff contender ever, really, in my existence. In my existence, rather. Uh, it just hasn't been a thing. So I, I, I feel like I've moved more towards being a fan of the NFL than a fan of the Dolphins. So I, I think my initial reaction when I saw the notification that Cam Newton had been signed uh, by the New England Patriots was, this will be great content for the podcast. Uh, and I, you know, my immediate re- reaction was not outrage. It was not anger. My, my immediate reaction was, this is great. This is something to talk about. Uh, initially, we're going to record this podcast on Saturday. Uh, didn't work. And we recorded on, su- on Monday. Perfect timing because Cam Newton signed on Sunday evening. So this was, this was great. Um, I, I think I, I, very, I find it very hard to believe that Cam Newton's going to go to New England and not be a complete uh, success. I, I don't see him going there and failing unless all of a sudden he's one of these uh, players where Bill Belichick brings in and then he cuts during the third week of the preseason or however that works. You know, he'll have those random random moments, but I think, you know, I think Cam Newton's going to go in there. People want to say that maybe, maybe Jared Stidham is going to be the starter still, even though they s- brought in Cam Newton. I, I find that very hard to believe. I think if Cam Newton's healthy, I think Cam Newton is going to be the starter, and I think he's going to have great success in New England, and to me, this signing, it puts New England right back as the favorite uh, in the AFC East. You could talk about the Buffalo Bills and how they're improving and how, you, you know, maybe they were the favorite up until this point, but I think the Cam Newton signing, to me, just it, it pushes the Patriots back towards Super Bowl contenders, and I think that they're one of the better teams uh, in the AFC East just because you have the best coach in the history of the NFL on your team. Uh, you have a tremendous coaching staff. You have Josh McDaniels, one of the greatest offensive coordinators we've ever seen, uh, and you give him this crazy talented quarterback to work with. To me, I, I don't see this not working out for the Patriots, and it's unfortunate. It really is, but... Listen up, other teams in the NFL. This is your fault. This is your fault that this happened. This didn't have to happen. Cam Newton has been a free agent for months. He's been available for months. You mean to tell me, Chicago Bears, you gave up a fourth-round pick to get Nick Foles to bring in and compete with Mitch Trubisky? You gave up a fourth-round pick for Nick Foles and you have, to, you have to pay him the remainder of his contract. I know it's adjusted now. He took a contract, uh, or he, he adjusted his contract for less, but you're still paying Nick Foles so much more money than you could have paid Cam Newton. And, you know, obviously Cam Newton had these injuries and he had these problems, but you're telling me, Bears fans, that you'd rather have Nick Foles than Cam Newton? 
I think even if Cam Newton's not 100%, I would much rather have the the idea of Cam Newton, the excitement of Cam Newton, than have Nick Foles coming in and having my two quarterbacks be Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. I don't... The Chicago Bears are, are the team I think I'm the most angry at. I mean, why why did you not even bother to 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 even think about signing Cam Newton? I mean, there, there's reports coming out from Adam Schefter and in, in places like that that say uh, the the Patriots offer is essentially the only offer that Cam Newton had from a team. No other team even wanted to sign the guy to a contract. Like, what are you doing? Teams like the Chicago Bears, teams like the Los Angeles Chargers, I mean, sure, you think you're set with Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert and Easton Stick. Great. I mean, I know there's probably not going to be fans in the stands this year, but that's not going to sell tickets, Tyrod Taylor. You know, Cam Newton's a guy who's going to sell tickets. Cam Newton's a guy who you could have brought him in and not drafted a quarterback at number uh, six overall. You could have drafted a different position of need, uh, and, and Cam Newton could have been your future for, for years to come. So to me, uh, NFL teams, this is on you. This didn't need to happen. Cam Newton didn't have to go to the Patriots. He didn't have to make all of us uh, NFL fans miserable again. He didn't have to make us worry that the Patriots are going to dominate for another 10 years. You didn't have to, This didn't have to happen. You could have signed him. He was there. He was still the same motivated, tremendous athlete, uh, and and you had your chance. And and to me, I I think I think Cam Newton's going to do great in New England. Obviously, barring uh, any any medical setbacks, he still has to pass a physical. But to me, I love this signing. If I'm a New England Patriots fan, this signing gets me excited. Uh, I I think you're definitely a lot more excited about Cam Newton than you would be about Jared Stidham. We have no idea what we're even getting with Jared Stidham. So. Uh, if I'm a Patriots fan, I'm over the moon uh, with this signing. But, you know, obviously I'm not a Patriots fan, so I'm not totally over the moon by this signing. Next up in the news, we have more Patriots news. This is something that dropped, uh, I think, less than half an hour after the Cam Newton signing. Uh, the Patriots, uh, during last season, I believe week 14 against the Cincinnati Bengals, they had uh, media crew... I believe they were making a TV show or making some sort of show. I don't know if it was going on Facebook or, or somewhere on social media. Um, they had a, a media crew recording the sideline um, of a, a Cincinnati Bengals game, a game that the Patriots were not even a part of. I believe it was between the Bengals and the Browns. I could be wrong, but I believe uh, it, it was between the Bengals and the Browns. And I know uh, this media crew was uh, reportedly recording the sideline of of the Cincinnati Bengals uh, for the TV show, they say, but uh, the NFL has been investigating it for a while. I actually did not even know that they were investigating it. I thought that this was a, this was an over thing. This was over. Um, But um, this week, the NFL actually just half an hour after uh, the Cam Newton signing announced that the Patriots will be punished for uh, another violation. Obviously, uh, you know, the Patriots, they cheat. That's what they do. Um, We're not going to get too far into it. Listen, the Patriots cheat, okay? Patriots fans, they do. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that they're good because they cheat or the only reason that they have six Super Bowls is because they cheat. That's irresponsible. That's immature. It's not true. They they have six Super Bowls because Bill Belichick is amazing, because Tom Brady is amazing, because the organization is well run, but they cheat. It's, it's just, it's fine. A lot of great organizations uh, have cheated. 
and the Patriots have cheated, and they continue to cheat, and I think they will continue to cheat more and more, as much as they can get away with. Uh, and this week, the NFL, uh, they caught them cheating again, just like with Spygate, just like with Deflategate, just like with, I believe they've had multiple uh, incidents with a camera crew, with a recording type situation. Obviously, um, this week, Roger Goodell announced that um, that they would be fined $1.1 million, um, the Patriots organization, and they're also getting a a third round pick taken away in the next year's draft. Uh, so that's that's quite a substantial uh, quite a substantial punishment for the New England Patriots. Third round picks are are not nothing. They're a pretty big deal. I mean, you they got their guy who who seemed like he was going to be their starting quarterback up till this point, up till the Cam Newton signing in the fourth round. So you know, third round picks are not nothing. Third round picks are are something that is extremely valuable to NFL teams. So I think the NFL, uh, they either punish the Patriots harshly for being a repeat offender, for constantly cheating over and over and over again, or uh, they really think that the Patriots did something really alarming with it, with the recording of the Cincinnati Bengals sideline. Uh, you know, either way, uh, it's, it's a big, a big punishment for the New England Patriots. I'm sure they'll be fine. I'm sure they're still going to go, you know, 15 and one and and win the Super Bowl. Probably beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl like they do every year. That's fine. Uh, but the New England Patriots uh, were caught uh, potentially cheating again. I think they were cheating. It's fine. They cheat. It's fine. Great organizations cheat. It's just how it goes. Uh, but they were punished this week. And uh, yeah, next up in the news, we have Dak Prescott finally signing his franchise tender. So uh, obviously the, the Dallas Cowboys put the franchise tag on Dak Prescott so that he would not become a free agent. Um, he would have been uh, another huge free agent had he hit the market, but the, the Dallas Cowboys placed the, placed the franchise tender on him that is worth around $31.4 million. So just to put that in perspective, Dak Prescott is making $31.4 million this year, whereas a guy like Cam Newton is probably making base salary less than $1 million. Just to put that in perspective, on the franchise tag, so Dak Prescott signs his franchise tag, uh, and, and the Cowboys have until July 15th to uh, sign Dak Prescott to a a, a multi-year deal to, to uh, sign him to a contract extension. That's the deadline on players who are franchise tagged uh, to sign new deals before uh, the season. Next up, speaking of Dallas, uh, this is a different Dallas. Dallas Goddard, the tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, there was a video that came out. It seems like ages ago now, but I believe it was last week. Um, yeah, obviously it was last week. Or I wouldn't be talking about it on the news. But uh, last week, there's video surfaced of Dallas Goddard uh, in, I believe, a restaurant in South Carolina where he's from getting absolutely sucker punched. By some random guy, Joe, you have to check this video out if uh, if you have not yet seen it. It's just absolutely absurd. I mean, the guy gets clobbered out of nowhere. Uh, real douche move by the guy who punched him. And, and Dallas Goddard was out like a light. Like, he was out. I can't imagine, you know, it was a sucker punch. It was a, it was a mean, bad thing to do. He shouldn't have done it. Dallas Goddard didn't see it coming. Maybe don't and don't punch guys when you don't, you don't see it coming. That's that's a it's a it's a wuss move. Don't do it. But uh, it's got to feel kind of nice to to 
punch an NFL player in the face and have him be completely unconscious. Uh, you know, it's got to, as a man, it's got to feel kind of good. I mean, does, you see the video? Yeah. yeah Joe, Joe is just now seeing the video. Obviously horrible. You know, that sucks. He is out, like out before he hit the ground. You know, Joe thoughts, th- what, are your, what are your thoughts on, on that video there? Like, is there, okay, so looking at it, was there a fight going on, or was I, it? I don't know. It it seems like it looks like there was a there's bit a little of a bit of a kerfuffle. A, a, yeah, a little bit of a kerfuffle. Well, Something like going Dallas on. Goddard was like kind of pushing yeah, this guy pushing, back, and then yeah, someone just out attacked of, him. Boom! Out of nowhere, like yeah, I, I I don't know if there was a, a scuffle going on, but he got absolutely hammered. Like my yeah, goodness, his bells rung like that. Uh, yeah, his is quick too, very quick. Like yeah, out of, boom, he stands up. Boom. Yeah, first time I watched it, I was like, what even happened? Like, you, you don't even, you're not even ready for it. Like, he gets rocked. He had to go to the hospital, and uh, and he was like, he's out now. He's fine, I believe. But that that is an incredible punch. My goodness. That's a hard hit. <laughs> and just a word of advice. If you're going to punch somebody, you know, you don't want to be seen as a coward by the whole world like this guy will be. Just, just you know, don't, don't punch them when they're not looking. It's not nice. It's a mean thing to do. But, uh, yeah, obviously... Uh, hopefully Dallas Goddard's okay. He has been released from the hospital, so hopefully he'll be all right and he can be a a uh, a big part of that Eagles offense with uh, Zach Ertz. Next up in the news, we have the Lions uh, having an ownership change. This is something that doesn't happen a whole lot in the NFL. Owners don't really change hands a whole lot. Uh, we have the the Panthers, obviously, uh, were a team that that recently got a new owner, but uh, for the most part, uh, owners. C- tend to stay the same it stays in the family and you know that is the case in in this case as well uh martha firestone ford i believe so her la- her last name is ford i think i don't know if her her maiden name was all was firestone but that's incredible good job for her that's great i should have maybe done more, more research on that but uh she was the owner uh, obviously the, the Detroit Lions have been in the Ford family for, for generations now. She was the owner. She's an old lady now. She steps down uh, and she's leaving her daughter, uh, Sheila Ford Hamp, uh, as the new owner uh, of the Detroit Lions. And uh, Sheila Ford Hamp, has, she was asked whether or not she would be okay with uh, her team, the Detroit Lions, signing uh, Colin Kaepernick. And she said that she would welcome it. Uh, and so that's definitely intriguing, you know, uh, more potential uh, suitors for Colin Kaepernick. It seems to be a lot more buzz around Colin Kaepernick potentially finding a home. I still, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. I, I seriously, I don't think it's going to happen. I'll be very surprised if it does, but I'll be very happy if it does. It'll be something to talk about on the podcast. Um, obviously, Cam Newton got got uh, snatched up now by the Patriots. So uh, Colin Kaepernick is one of the bigger names still on the free agent market. Uh, as far as quarterbacks go. So the Detroit Lions could potentially be a team that signs Colin Kaepernick. Obviously, they have Matthew Stafford uh, entrenched as a starter right now. Um, They're in Detroit, but uh, we could see potentially um, Colin Kaepernick come in, whether Stafford be hurt or uh, or maybe to come in and compete for the backup job. I, I think Chase Daniels their backup right now. So, you know, I'd definitely take Colin Kaepernick over Chase Daniel. Next up in the news, we have uh, the NFL. We have more COVID-19 news. All right. COVID-19 news, baby. Woo-hoo! Gotta love it. 
Um, yeah, so the NFL announced this week that um, they approved a plan to cover the, the seats closest to the field. So the uh, first uh, few rows of the field, they're going to cover it with a tarp. And on that tarp, there's going to be uh, sponsors. Got to love it. Nothing better than sponsors and branding in sports. Uh, obviously, the NFL is going to lose upwards of a few billion dollars this year. Uh, just from just from fans not being in the stands potentially, so they got to find a way somehow to make up for that loss. So they're they're gonna cover up the first few rows with sponsors. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what sponsors get put on there. Uh, and by interesting, I mean not really that interesting, but uh, you know just trying to find a way to to to, <laughs> to talk about this and make it interesting. But uh, yeah, the NFL is gonna be covering the first few rows uh, with with tarps, and we're gonna see sponsors that are gonna be viewable from the NFL broadcast. Obviously, we're still hoping that fans can be in attendance for the games, but uh, as COVID gets worse and worse, it seems like it, uh, I don't know if we're hitting the second wave. I don't know what Dr. Anthony Fauci would would say about it, but uh, I don't know if this is the second wave or the second wave is going to come later. But it seems like coronavirus cases are spiking big time in the United States, and this week really was the first week where I am genuinely concerned that we might not get a football season. Uh, and that's that's fairly disappointing, I'd say. I don't know what we're going to do on this podcast if there's not a football season. <laughs> Eventually, we're just going to run out of things to talk about. You know, might turn this into a, a different type of podcast. I'm not sure. I Let's hope that that, that doesn't happen. Uh, but uh, yeah, this week was definitely the first week where I was genuinely concerned that we uh, that we're not going to get NFL football. Um, the NFL also announced this week that if we do have NFL football, that uh, as far as fans attending the games and capacity limits and how many fans will be at games, it's going to be sort of a case by case basis. Uh, we're going to see. It's, so it'll be you know based on the state that the the stadium is in, based on their laws, based on the stages that they're in. Uh, that will kind of dictate how many fans are in attendance in these games. So, you know, a place like uh, Florida, where right now COVID is absolutely spiking big time, you know, maybe they won't have as many fans in the stands as, say, uh, a different state that isn't having as bad a time with COVID. I don't know the numbers. I, I try not to look too much into the statistics surrounding uh, the pandemic, but uh so the NFL will have uh, basically no 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 direct rule as far as this is how many fans will be at stands, but it will be a case by case basis, probably based on how big the stadium is, uh, based on the laws uh, as far as COVID goes uh, in those uh, respective states. Next up, we have uh, sort of news that's been lost, but uh, uh, earlier in the week or uh, last week there was. Uh, Reports coming out that there were two teams potentially interested uh, in signing Antonio Brown, uh, the the guy who uh, sort of left the, left the NFL uh, for the circus uh, to become a clown. Uh, Joe, do you? I would love to know uh, what do you know about Antonio? Do you know anything about Antonio Brown? Uh, Antonio Antonio Brown. He played for the Tigers. The the Tigers. Bengals. The Bengals. No. Uh, he. The, bang, the, bang, the Bengals are the team. Uh, are are the are the the team in the oh, NFL? I said, I said, the Tigers. The Tigers are the baseball team. Oh my uh, gosh! He, I, Antonio that's Brown. Extremely embarrassing. I, t- I said Tigers. So Antonio Brown played for the mostly the Steelers, 
So what? Pittsburgh Steelers. Did Antonio Brown do the front flip into the end zone? Yeah, he did the front flip into the okay, end zone. Okay. Oh no. Okay. So he, okay, Antonio Brown did a front flip into the end zone, but or but he did it. Like I think you're you're thinking of the guy who did a flip over a guy into the he end zone. He had an orange jersey. Yeah, he. That's not Antonio Brown. That's Jerome Simpson. Okay. That guy was a very irrelevant player, other than that front flip. Really, okay. didn't really do a whole lot Fine. else in the end. But Antonio Brown, he he did also do a front flip at one point, not over a guy, but just a front flip into the end zone. Okay. But basically, Antonio Brown, he played for the Steelers for many years. Uh, fantastic, fantastic football player. Like one of the best receivers we've probably ever seen. Uh, and then a couple. Uh, so last year during the off season, it comes out uh, he doesn't want to play for the Steelers anymore. He's having beef with his quarterback. He doesn't like Ben Roethlisberger. Um, they're having beef. Uh, he wants out. He gets traded to the Oakland Raiders. They're now the Las Vegas Raiders. He gets traded to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, and then there's this big thing uh, where he has to change his helmet because he's been in the NFL for 10 years. Uh, and the NFL is very strict with helmet like rules. His, he had the same, like not, yeah. you're saying he had the exact same helmet that he had when he was playing. Yeah. So he's so for all ten years of his career, he had the same helmet. Oh my goodness! Uh, and I guess uh, he played for the same team. No, so, so he took that helmet. I guess they took the paint off, and they were just going to make it a okay. Raiders helmet. Um, but the NFL says, hey, after ten years, you have to change your helmet because it's no longer up to code with our safety standards. Okay. And he was not okay with that. He really? said, "Nope, I'm not going to play football if you don't let me use my stupid helmet. I'm not going to. I'm not going to play football." And he just basically that's, extremely, that's ridiculous. Yeah, he didn't show up to training camp because he didn't like his helmet. And he was like asking people on Twitter, like, hey, do you have any extra helmets I can use? It was like an insane thing. He had keep in mind, he had never played a game yet for the Raiders, and he's already doing all of this. So oh my he, gosh. yeah, all this is happening, and he's just and while this is happening, he's just a crazy person on social media. I mean, if you're following him on social media, he's constantly calling people out. And just being a, a royal, you know, a royal ass on social media. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. The guy has been a, he was, he's just a jerk. Uh, he's not a nice guy. Um, he's just, all, all this is going on. And then uh, he, he shows up to camp for a little bit. Uh, and then he starts, he starts whining again. He says he's going to play with his new helmet, but he, he, then he decides he doesn't want to. And he wants to like sue the NFL. Hmm. And the Raiders are finally like, okay, we've had enough. We we cut him. So he got traded to the Raiders. The Raiders gave up draft picks, uh, which are extremely important in the NFL. They gave up draft picks for this guy who he never played a game for them. Not did they one. Up, how did the Raiders do last season? The Raiders they uh, they did not do that well. They missed the playoffs. I think they went six and ten. So not oh, okay. not tremendous. I was going to say, if they did really well, that sucks for him, but no, never mind. <laughs> no, I think they were really counting. Like, John Gruden, their coach, was really counting on Antonio Brown being a big part of their team. Yikes. Obviously, they gave up a lot of incentive to get him. And they finally cut him loose. And the Patriots, of course, of all freaking teams, the New England Patriots, pick him up that week. They're like, we're signing him. Really? Uh, he's the best, best receiver in football probably still. He's a nutcase at this point but they pick him up and guess who the patriots are playing that week my miami dolphins and uh, what does oh antonio brown do uh, he has a pretty good game against the dolphins and then it comes out that he has all, a bunch of sexual assault allegations that week <laughs> uh and the patriots cut him uh, that week 
So he, play, he plays that one game. Of Hilarious. course, it had to be against the, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, and the Patriots cut him. And yeah, he's been a free agent ever since. Uh, he's had so many run-ins with the law. They had to put him in a straitjacket at one point while he was in court because they were scared that he was going to do something. Because he's, 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 you know, I, I'm, I joke a lot about him, but I am a little concerned. I think that, I don't know if there's mental health issues with him, but he's just a, a bizarre, bizarre man who, who's just gone over, gone over the edge. He's done some crazy things. He has kids, which is so terrifying i mean it's just scary to imagine antonio brown being your father other than the millions and millions of dollars i'm sure that would make up for it but so basically the moral of the story is there's teams that are now wanting to sign antonio brown uh these teams uh were apparently the baltimore ravens and, and the seattle seahawks both teams that need wide receivers uh desperately i mean uh both have weaknesses at wide receiver uh on the baltimore ravens who Later on in the week, it came out that maybe they actually were not interested, and and that was a fake report, or, or or they hadn't looked into it. Uh, but originally, they were uh, reported to have interest in Antonio Brown. Uh, Antonio Brown's cousin, Marquise Hollywood Brown, actually plays on the Baltimore Ravens, so it made it made sense for him to potentially be paired uh, with him uh, on that very talented uh, Baltimore Ravens team. And the Seattle Seahawks, another team that could be a potential Super Bowl contender. Have the best one of the best quarterbacks in uh, football, and Russell Wilson pair him with Antonio Brown. That could be great. That could be awesome. Both these teams could really benefit from having a potential top three receiver in the NFL on your team. But to me, I I if I'm running one of these teams, I don't know if I want to take that risk having having this guy on your team. I mean, he is he's complete he's completely lost it. I mean, I I don't know if he's shown enough to me. To, to warrant a comeback in the NFL. I, I don't root for the guy. I don't think Antonio Brown's a good person. Uh, I hope he gets help if there is mental health issues with him. I don't like him. I've called him a clown multiple times on this podcast. I think he's not a good guy. I think he's selfish. I think he's he's a jerk. Uh, he's, he's not a good person. He's a fantastic football player. You know, we it's even before all this stuff came out, I didn't think he was a good person. He was, he was a guy who was, you know... Uh, she, uh, cheating on his then uh, wife or girlfriend with some random Instagram model and then came back and it's like I just can't imagine like like this guy has kids and and to me you know I maybe I shouldn't delve into personal lives of NFL players but I just I don't I don't understand why you would risk you know if if you're a team like the Baltimore Ravens or a team like the Seattle Seahawks why you would risk uh, destroying your team's chemistry by bringing in uh, this locker room cancer. Uh, that is Antonio Brown, and maybe he can he can get back on track. He's an extremely hard worker. Uh, that's well documented, and he's a fantastic player, one of the best receivers we've ever seen. But I don't know if it's worth having him come in there and destroy the chemistry on your team. Destroy, you know, we saw what happened to the Raiders last year when when all this went down. They ended up like we talked about going six and ten or whatever they did, missing the playoffs. They were not, uh, you know, that good of a team. And and it set them back, and you know the Patriots, uh, all also you know by their standards did not have a successful season last year. They they lost in the wild card round. I mean I don't know how much you can put that on Antonio Brown being there one week, but I think a lot of people lost a lot of respect for the Patriots for signing Antonio Brown uh, last year. But 
yeah, if I'm if I'm these teams, I I go, I go somewhere else. I'd rather have a guy like Josh Gordon on my team. I mean, at least Josh Gordon, you know, he's gonna come in, he's gonna get suspended, and then he's gonna he's gonna leave quietly. Like Josh Gordon gets suspended constantly, but at least it's gonna be a quieter, not circus, not freak show, like it would be with Antonio Brown. Uh, and, and Josh Gordon's looking to be reinstated this week, uh, or, or this month rather. He's he's hoping to be re- reinstated within the next month. Uh, hopefully not just to be uh, suspended again. Obviously, the NFL has become more lax with marijuana-related suspensions, so hopefully Josh Gordon can find his way back. uh, And potentially, I could see the Seahawks definitely signing Josh Gordon, and I would definitely take Josh Gordon, um, not as a player, but as a locker room guy. I would take him over Antonio Brown. Last up in the news, it looks like this week's episode is going to be exclusively a news-only uh, podcast. We're running quite long already. I had other things prepared uh, to talk about. I was going to go over uh, teams that I think could be sneaky, entertaining, uh, entertaining teams to watch on NFL Game Pass this season. Uh, but that's something to look forward to next week, maybe when uh, news slows down a little bit. So uh, we'll, we'll save that for next week's episode. But uh, this week, uh, finally in the news, the Hall of Fame game, the the inaugural game of the season, the first game of the preseason uh, has officially been canceled by the NFL, um, as well as the Hall of Fame uh, Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony that usually goes along with uh, the Hall of Fame game, uh, has been postponed to 2021. So uh, no longer will we have the Hall of Fame game this season. The last time it was canceled was a few years ago. I believe it was a game that was uh, supposed to be between the Packers and the and the Colts. I believe uh, that was 2016. Um, and it was canceled because of unsafe field conditions. And to me, uh, this is a fine. I mean, it's a little bit scary because it's like, uh, is this the first step in in regular season games being canceled, uh, in the season being canceled? You hope not. You hope that somehow uh, we can we can avoid that and we can have NFL football uh, during the 2020 uh, season. But um, as far as the Hall of Fame game goes, it's it's a forgettable game. It's something that every year um, it sneaks up on you, and all of a sudden you're like, "All right, the Hall of Fame game is tonight. Let's watch it." Uh, you're excited. The kickoff happens, uh, and you're halfway through the first drive, and you're like, "This is not football. This is not NFL football because uh, you don't have any star players playing at all from the beginning, essentially." And then we get to see uh, guys like Matt Schaub uh, out there at quarterback. Uh, and it's like, okay, let's just skip to the regular season. So the, overall, I would say the, the Hall of Fame game being canceled, not that big of a deal, uh, but uh, obviously it could mean greater things if this is the first step in actual NFL games being canceled. I know they're already uh, having discussions within the NFL about potentially uh, making the preseason shorter, cutting it from four games to two games. I think that should happen without the pandemic. I think two games would be a better preseason in general. Don't play four meaningless games. Uh, if you can cut it down to two, that that would be fantastic. But uh, the Hall of Fame game canceled and the Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony postponed till next year uh, because of COVID-19, everybody's favorite pandemic. And that sort of wraps up today's uh, news roundup edition of the Average Joe Football Show. Uh, once again, thank you guys very much for tuning in to the show. Uh, if you're not already, please, please, I'm begging you, follow us on social media at underscore uh, Average Joe Show on Instagram and on Twitter. 
you can also email the show at theaveragejoeshowpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or you just want to talk football, make sure you do that. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can rate and subscribe, please do that. Please leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a review. That would uh, help a lot. Uh, would really appreciate that. Uh, and share the show with, with your friends. Don't be selfish. You know, If you found this show, if you enjoy the show, share it with your friends. You know, um, Spread us around. We're trying to grow as a podcast. Uh, don't forget to tune in uh, every Tuesday. Uh, this episode is not being uploaded on Tuesday because of myself, but make sure you tune back every Tuesday for a new episode. Joe, you have any final things? Anything you want to say at all? No? You can say no. No? You have anything to plug? Do you want to plug your social medias? No? No, not at all. Okay, fantastic. Uh, and if, if you uh, want more content, if you want more uh, football stuff to read up on or check out, uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. I'll be I'll be doing more writing as far as football goes uh, in the upcoming weeks. I'm going to start a couple different series things on my Instagram. I'm excited about that. Uh, going to do uh, some more uh, writing uh, as well as continuing to uh, work away at the podcast. But uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in, and uh, we will catch you on the next one.